What's up, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of Riding the Pine. Jack Ridenour back with you all today, and as always, we've got another phenomenal episode in store for everyone at home. But before we get into all of that, let's take a little dive into the last episode. I was joined by a tremendous guest coming from the St. Francis football program, current quarterback for the St. Francis Red Flash, Justin Slawoski. Justin and I get into his career starting out the University of Pittsburgh and becoming good friends with Kenny Pickett and how he was able to learn a little bit from Kenny Pickett, what it was like to eventually transfer over to St. Francis and how he's been able to become a main key contributor for the Red Flash's football program and so much more. So if you want to hear about Justin's career and about the Red Flash football program, go check out episode 258 and all 258 episodes that are out now on all podcast platforms. Now getting into today, we're going to continue to learn about the Red Flash football program with another great member from the team, current St. Francis football player, Dawson Snyder. Dawson and I get into his career at St. Francis and what made him want to continue his football career at St. Francis, how he's been able to steadily grow himself into a main piece offensively for the Red Flash, and what it was like going from being a backup to eventually a starter, and how his mindset has never changed and has always stayed the same, and so much more. So if you want to hear about Dawson's career in football, and a little bit more about the St. Francis football program, don't go anywhere, because here comes Mr. Snyder. So with that, folks, let's make our way into our show for today. So as always, be sure to find your favorite seat here on the bench with me. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And I'm here with current wide receiver for the St. Francis football team, Dawson Snyder. Dawson, great to get you on the show today, my friend. How's it going? Oh, it's going good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, hey, listen, I appreciate you stopping by today. I know that it's your bye week this week. I just got off the phone with your uh, your fellow teammate, Justin Slawoski, and he was mentioning it's the bye week. So how's it been having a little bit of a break and a little uh, rest and relaxation in between uh, the first half and the second half of the season? Yeah, it feels good. I got to go home, spend some time with family, get the body recharged. I was telling our strength coach today, I feel like a whole new man coming back. Got those three days off, so I feel good. That's great. Yeah, those three days off, I'm sure, were very, very warm welcomed, I would say, especially for you guys. And uh, anybody that's getting hit every single day, I'm sure that being able to kick your feet up for a few days is always a, a pleasant sight for sure. But what have been some early season takeaways that you've that you've had and that you've seen from your team early on? I know that you guys had a little bit of a slow start to the season. You've picked it up as of recently winning your last three games. So, I mean, what, what, what have been some takeaways that you've noticed through the first half of the season so far? This is a hard-working group. I know, like, this is probably the hardest-working team we've had since I've been here, most close-knit team. Uh, like I said, like, even those two games we lost, like, we, we were fighting till the end against Akron and Richmond, both good teams. But uh, that's what, we're just a hard-working group. We don't give up, and we want to get this championship ring. Yeah, well, I think that's great. You guys have been able to kind of pick that up a little bit over the last three games. I mean, what 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 do you think it's been is specifically, you know, offensively or defensively that has kind of separated yourselves from your opponents? Uh, offensively, we've been like scheming every week, but like we do every year. But like the offense is just clicking this year. Points are going up on the board a lot easier than they were in the past. Um, and defense, you know, defense has always done their thing. Even last year, pretty good defense. Um, we have just sticking to the game plan do what the coaches say and win yeah, it's simple. Yeah, just win. Yeah, three three little letters, and they're very, very simple. It's just a win. Um, but I know that you were very instrumental in one of the big wins against Norfolk State, your first collegiate career touchdown. Got to hear what that was like. What's going through your mind? I mean, what what all happened on that play, and, and how did it transpire? 
so it was a it was a new play that week we put in uh, specifically for like the X position, which is my position, and it's basically just a like a option route. I got three options I can do on it: read the safety, go post, corner, or just to go. And I was reading the safety, crossed his face, and Justin threw a nice dime to me. Uh, it's awesome, you know, awesome feeling getting your first touchdown celebrating with all your buddies. What was it like afterwards? I mean, were all the guys giving you a, a lot of props in the locker room, I'm guessing? Yeah, even on the sidelines, it, it was awesome. They were all congratulating me. And then Elijah Surratt, another wide receiver, got his first touchdown that game, too. It's, it's just awesome. Like, we all care about each other. Nobody cares who scores or what. Like, we just want to win. So how do you guys, how have you guys been able to build that chemistry? I mean, what do you think that it's been to make you guys have that such a strong knit kind of connection with one another? Like, like for the COVID years, we couldn't come back for the summer and stuff like that. And this year we had 50 something guys here for the summer. So like we've been here since I think it was June 19th and we've just been working together every day, you know, seeing each other a lot. But uh, that's what I think that's what really helps because last year, like, they only brought back a certain amount of guys. It wasn't as many as they brought this year. And so, like, I think that does, that plays a big factor into it. Well, I think it's great you guys have been able to build that because the teams that I feel, you know, succeed the most, it's, it's based on that connectivity and being able to have that chemistry built together. But, Dawson, I want to get into your career and just how you wound up where you're at today. What was it that drew you to St. Francis initially? Um, so, when I was younger – we had to go to another school because my school was so small for football. So like in elementary, we went to this school called Berlin Brothers Valley. And Jacob Craig, he's a coach at Cal U now, was like a – he helped coach my sixth grade team when he was a senior. So then like we always kind of like knew each other and stuff like that. And then out of high school, we went to Shade. So and then he reached out to me. Originally, I wanted to play basketball, so I was trying to get the basketball coach's number here. And so I reached out to him and then he said that he wanted me to send him my football tape. So then he kind of sent that to the rest of the staff. And then that's just gave me coach Wright's number, the wide receivers coach, and we just kind of hit it off, got up here for a visit, liked it and then committed. So was it hard to decide between football and basketball and what you wanted to pursue in college? Yeah, it was tough. Cause I really did like basketball. I was, pretty decent basketball player i'd like to think but um uh ultimately i don't know why or what but this place just caught my eye and i just wanted to come here for football then well it clearly was a great decision for you i mean you've really made yourself into a big impact player especially this season for the red flash but i know that in your freshman season you decided to red shirt what went into that decision for you it wasn't much like i i wasn't developed enough yet i already knew didn't have the weight strength anything like that um so I kind of had that mindset that I was going to. And then, so like, I just kept training, you know, was on the practice squad, running reps every day, which that helped a lot though, too. You know, we're going against the starting corners as a freshman every day, but then it wasn't like, I didn't think of it as a bad thing. It was like a, a thing to grow on, you know? Well, you had an extra year to kind of grow there because of COVID the, the year after, I'm sure you probably were like, well, I didn't expect this to happen. So what was that having like basically two years to get yourself ready for college football? I mean, it, it sucked, but it also helped me a lot in the long run. You know, like we got a lot of extra practice, a lot of time to lift weights and stuff like that. So I put on about like 30 pounds since I came in as a freshman. And then the route running, I got the, you know, just the footwork and everything and training all the time. Like I was at home lifting weights when we got sent home, running routes and stuff like that, working out and then got here. And then we just got more time to practice and everything. So it kind of was a blessing in disguise, I guess. 
Yeah, I've had a lot of people say that kind of same thing. It was almost like this weird, you know, like you said, blessing in disguise is kind of a, a happy accident, as the great Bob Ross would call it. So kind of one of those things. But but on top of all of that, you know, I'm sure that things had to probably get pretty creative with your workouts and whatnot with things closed and so on and so forth. So what were some things you had to do in the middle of, you know, COVID and, and being able to find places to work out? I mean, how did you get creative with that? So, so like, yeah, they sent us home originally and then like we were looking for places to work out or i was at least and then this guy it's called iron mountain back home uh he started like this gym in his basement and now it kind of actually grew into a real gym he bought a building and everything he was starting it for like all the local athletes and stuff like that so now it's like a, a real gym it has some turf in it a lot of weights and stuff so like he was kind of helped throughout this process too he was braiding full and he was running back at slippery rock that's great. You know, when you've got a couple of people that are willing to, you know, keep their doors open, especially in the midst of that, that's awesome. And I think, you know, and I've had a lot of athletes on that. I've said the same exact thing where, you know, it was basically acquiring the key from somebody that they knew to get into the gym after hours. And, you know, Hey, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Right. I mean, when push comes to shove and when desperate times call for desperate measures, but it clearly paid off for you because last year you finally, you finally get on the field for your first collegiate football game against Eastern Michigan What's going through your mind? What are some emotions, especially with it just not only being your first collegiate game, but your first football game in two, three years or whatever it might have been? Oh, yeah, I was I was really nervous, even like even like all last year as a backup. I don't know why. Like I was just super nervous to get in the game and everything behind backing up Katero Summers. then. but um, like even this year, though, like I'm not nervous at all going into Akron game. I wasn't nervous, but like last year, riding the bench and being the backup. Yeah, I was a lot more nervous then but um yeah well with your increase in your role on the team and and just being able your your increase in production how much have you seen your confidence grow in yourself a lot i think it's a good thing to be confident you know like i always i like the saying like uh under under promise but over deliver so i'm kind of like trying to stay humble you know but then like it's game time you know turn it on and everything like that so have you kept your mindset the same, you know, despite earlier on your career, being a backup, a guy that's worked his way up through the depth chart, have you kept your mindset the same the whole way through? Yeah. Exa- yeah. That's all like, just stick to the course, you know, uh, work hard every day, act like it could be your last, you know, somebody's always coming for your position too. So like, you got to keep working hard no matter what. Well, I know that you guys still have unsettled business with the rest of the season ahead of you guys, and you have about five, six games left. A lot of road games, about four of the next six are going to be on the road for you guys. So what's going to be important to come out victorious on those road games and being able to kind of keep your guys a little road tested during the season? Yeah, you do. stay the course like the first five weeks. You know, we're on the road for the five five games we played. So it is. it takes a toll on your body and mind, you know, traveling all that. But, uh, you know, just – like the rest of the season, stick the course, stick to the game plan, win. Yeah, win. Keep it simple. I like it. Yeah, no, got to keep simple, stupid, right? Yep, exactly. Absolutely. Well, hey, Dawson, I really appreciate your time today, my friend. Before I let you go, I got one last little question to ask you. And I asked your teammate Justin this, so I'd love to hear your 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 kind of take on it. When did you kind of have that epiphany or realization that you could play football at the Division One level and that you could really excel at this level as well? That's a, that's a good question. Um I guess it would be that that COVID year. It would have been the spring ball. I started to come into my my element, and like I still had my doubts and stuff about playing. And then I remember Coach Cora like, "You can play." And I was just like, "Yeah, I guess." Like a, I'm like a humble guy, you know. Try don't talk real big about myself, but like 
I was like, yeah. And then he was like, you got to believe you can play because you can play. So then I won whatever the most improved that year in spring ball. So then that's when I was like, oh, I guess I really can do this. Well, you haven't looked back since then, my friend, and uh, I wish you nothing but luck moving forward. you got a lot of momentum on you personally and as a team as well going into the second half of the season. So good luck the rest of the way. And again, stay safe, stay well, and we'll chat soon. We'll get you back on the show down the road. Sounds good. Thank you so much for having me. And there he goes, Dawson Snyder, another phenomenal episode today, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me here on the bench. Be sure to keep following and subscribing to Ride in the Pine on Apple and Spotify, and keep following on Twitter at Ride the Pine 20, RTP all capital, Instagram at Riding underscore the underscore pine underscore, and on TikTok at Ride in the Pine all lowercase. For all the latest updates on episodes and content to come, all 259 episodes are out now. Keep leaving those ratings and reviews and keep your eyes and ears open for some more sensational guests coming out here on RTP. But once again, everyone, thanks so much for tuning in today. And until next time on Ride in the Pine, keep on sitting the bench with me.